Continual light. Continual light. Continual light. Continual light. Continual light. Invisibility, hands down. Well, I guess we have to talk about this a bit more and find out who's right. Welcome to the Red Cups Podcast, a podcast where we dip our caps into the blood of our listeners and we ramble on a bit old school games. Back in episode 62, I put forth that the best level one spell in OSR slash TSR era gaming is Charm Person. In today's episode, we're going to explore what the best choice would be for a level two spell. Remember, no mortal can outrun a red cap. So as always, I hope you can sit back, listen, and enjoy. So as you heard from the top of the show, there is definitely a strong opinion among the audience on which they think is best. But before I play all those calls, um, I wanted to go over what the options actually are and some of my personal thoughts on it. So if we look over the level two spell list from OD&D, we have Detect Invisible, Levitate, Phantasmal Force, Locate Object, Invisibility, Wizard Lock, Detect Evil, ESP, Continual Light, and Knock. Basic adds in two more spells because the D12 is the greatest of the dice and you get Web and Mirror Image added to that list. Then we go to Advanced Dungeons and Dragons, and we get a whole bunch more options. Uh, Audible Glamour, Darkness, Fool's Gold, Forget, uh, Leoman's Trap, Magic Mouth, Pyrotechnics, Ray of Enfeeblement, Rope Trick, Scare, Shatter, Stinking Cloud, and Strength all come into that level two spell book of, of options for you. Of all of those, the ones I think that are most interesting are Magic Mouth, Wizard Lock, and Knock for various reasons. However, unlike what most of you were saying, I think the most powerful and the obvious choice for a level two spell is invisibility. And I'm not really alone on that. You heard one of the callers uh, mention that. It was actually Chris Gonnerman. Was, that was an excerpt from an upcoming interview that you'll hear uh, later on this month. But as well, if you go and look online uh, and there was a poll done on the Dragon's Foot Forum ages and ages and ages ago. Um, and their results came in with Continual Light coming in fifth place. Stinking Cloud came in fourth. Mirror Image and Knock tied for third. Web came in second. And the first overall was Invisibility. So we've got tons of options, uh, but this is my podcast. So let's focus on only these two for a brief moment, Invisibility and Continual Light. So if you read the descriptions of these, they change a little bit over time, especially Continual Light. Invisibility stays pretty much the same through uh, OD&D, Basic, and AD&D. But if we read OD&Ds, it's Continual Light is it creates a source of light wherever the caster desires. It sheds a circle of illumination 24 inches in diameter, but does not equal full daylight. It continues to shed light until the spelled uh, range is 12, uh, 12 inches. Um, Invisibility in OD&D is a spell that lasts until it's broken by the user or some outside force. And remember that chainmail, a character cannot remain invisible in attack. So basically you break it when you attack. And it affects only the person or thing upon whom it was cast. And it's got a range of 24 inches. So if you're not familiar with OD&D and the inches versus feet in other versions, 24 inches is, is 240 feet. 12 inches is 120 feet. However many inches times it by 10, that's how many feet. Anyhow, uh, BX, uh, Continual Light, has a range of 120 feet, same as it does in OD&D. Again, it creates a globe of light 60 feet in diameter, not equal to, it's not equal to full daylight, but close. Uh, it will continue to shed light forever or until it's dispelled. 
and when it's cast into a creature's eyes, blindness may result. Invisibility, again, 240-foot range. Uh, the spell will make the caster a person uh, in range invisible. The character becomes invisible. All items that they are carrying, but not other creatures they are carrying. If you had, a, if you had your buddy, if you're giving him a piggyback ride, he doesn't get invisible. Um, and worn by that invis- uh, by that character become invisible. Any invisible items become visible once again and remain visible if the character puts them down, if it leaves their possession. This is actually an important part of invisibility that I forgot until I started reading through this is I used to think of it, oh, if you're invisible, you can come in, you can seek, pick up something and, and leave with it. But no, um, you, if you pick up something new in a room, it doesn't become invisible. It just looks like it's floating in the air as you're carrying it. Um, so you can't use it for sneaking in, stealing something and walking out with it also being invisible, same as you are. Um, AD&D, this is where you get the biggest change um, in some of these. So invisibility uh, stays largely the same. I won't bother reading it all out again. It's basically the exact same spell. Um, it just further clarifies that uh, you know normal vision or infravision can't see it and some other small items like that. But there isn't any major changes to the spell. Continual light, however, um, because there is continual light for magic users and continual light for clerics the spell does change we're talking about the magic user version so continual light for magic user it says hey this is the same as the third level cleric spell except for that the range has been reduced down to 60 feet instead of 120 and it cannot be reversed that's important because as you'll hear in some of the calls uh, people talk about reversing the spell you can't do that unless you're a cleric um so then you go down you read the cleric spell and it says uh that it lasts until it's negated, as we've talked about before, but it can also be cast into the air, onto an object, or onto a creature. So that's different than the previous versions of this spell. Before, you couldn't specify that you're casting it onto an object. You cast it into a location, and it created an orb of light there. Here, now you can actually cast it on a object. Big change. Big uh, shift in some of the thinking that some of the callers mentioned. Um and again, it talks about how it can blind a creature and if you cast it upon their eyes, etc. Um, so for all of you that were looking to do torch replacements, that's not really an option until you get to AD&D. In OD&D and BX, again, you just cast it into a special, a special, a specific location, and it doesn't move after that. Um, in many ways, the OD&D and BX continual light is more of an offensive spell. It's a blind spell uh, than anything else. Um, and like we mentioned there, the magic user is not able in any of these versions to reverse the spell into continual darkness. Invisibility for me, I feel, offers way more utility, um, being able to sneak and infiltrate. And since it's permanent, the caster over a course of a couple of days could make the entire party invisible uh, and allow them to go sneak into an, into a location completely undetectable uh, outside of noise, I guess. Um, invisibility can also be cast on an object. And so if you need to sneak a sword into a location where weapons aren't allowed, cast invisibility on it. Need to sneak out of a location with something you're not supposed to have? Cast invisibility on it. Want to trick people into thinking that something's been stolen and has been taken away and send them off on a wild goose hunt trying to find it? Cast invisibility. And all this can be done from a wider range. So the magic user can be standing way back and make um, you know, make the prince disappear. And then suddenly the king and all his guards freak out because the prince has gone missing and they go running out trying to find it. And, you know, somebody can grab this invisible um, prince and, and carry on with it um, or something along those lines. There's lots, I, I just feel there's a lot more utility with the invisibility spell. 
That isn't the only two choices, though. Um, I, I make a joke that you know everybody called in for continual late, but there was a lot more options given and a lot more nuance in the calls. So I want to play those out for you all now and see what everybody thinks uh, about level two spells. So over to the calls we go. Hey there, it's Daniel from Bandits Keep Calling In. I started post on Audio Dungeon looking for the best second level spell, so I figured I'd throw my spell in the ring. Although I don't know there's really any competition, to be honest. Uh, Phantasmal Forces is by far the most uh, powerful second level spell and the most versatile. Now, that depends on having a dungeon master that obviously adjudicates illusions in a, what I would call, a fair way. It uh, can make just about anything. It can last as long as you need it to because it's concentration-based. It can be used for attacks. It can be used to distract things. It's just super useful. I guess the runner-up, though not as flashy, would be Continual Light. Continual Light is almost game-breaking when you come down to think about it because assuming that the magic user can cast that spell every single day, they're able to just sit there and create a bunch of sources of light that will last forever, (laughs) which means that They can buy a dozen torches between adventures, fire them all up with continual light, and now we never have to worry about light again in the dungeon, at least for a while. So unless you run into dungeon masters again that want to thwart that because for their own gain, but if they're trying to be fair, I feel like, yeah, continual light is almost game-breaking, but not nearly as flashy. So definitely phantasmal forces. Hey, it's Direct Sun. So I'm taking up your challenge for the best second level spell for a magic user, and I will posit to say that it is Continual Light. Now you may say, Direct Sun, why didn't you choose ESP? ESP is awesome. You can listen to NPCs, you can find out their true motivations, you don't even need to speak their language. That's true, but Continual Light is permanent until dispelled, or something else happens. And you might say, well, yes, but a second-level spell that is permanent is also wizard lock. Sure. But Continual Light has so many possibilities. You could reverse learn it as Continual Darkness as well. You can mess with NPCs so much with this spell. You can create permanent magic items out of rocks. They just glow. You have, you can keep doing this too every day. You could have a a bucket of glowing rocks. Um, You can use them as a light source in, you know, underwater or, or whatever. You can use it to test to see if there's an anti-magic field or something, you know, that it would just go out. The uses of that spell are uh, numerous. uh, And that's why I think it's the best. All right, I got more for you for Continual Light. So if you reverse this spell or memorize it as Continual Darkness, you know, you have that sphere of darkness, right? So let's say you have a home base as, what, I guess a third level magic user in BX. You can learn second level spells. Third level magic user, you get an abandoned tower or whatever. Yeah, clean this thing up every once in a while, whatever. Let's just throw in some spheres of darkness in there. No problem. You know, let's just every day, you know, put a sphere of darkness in there. Continual darkness. Overlap those spheres if you really want to. I mean, it really depends on what your DM will allow. But that's just, it has so much potential for griefing. Like, 
Um, I, I don't know if, uh, I guess it's probably dependent on your DM if infravision or dark vision is going to be able to see through that, but I don't think that, uh, as written for continual darkness, it can, I might be wrong. Um, but in any case, like normal NPCs or someone else, they're not going to mess with you. It's just going to be dark down there. You can permanently blind creatures also too. I mean, that's my interpretation. Sphere of darkness around your head. Don't mess with me. Do this thing unless I say so, or let's negotiate, whatever. Just so cool. Love it. Second edition spells. Well, there's actually some good ones to pick from in pretty much all the versions. You get invisibility there. You've got knock. You've got wizard lock that are included in pretty much all of them. Uh, I'm going to throw you a couple probably from each version of the three versions of D&D from the TSR era. Uh, I think from OD&D continual light. I mean, it's a continuous spell. Uh, it can be used somewhat offensively. And it, you know, it eliminates kind of the need to to keep having torches, although you do have to figure out a way to keep it covered if you want to be able to to sneak up on people. But that's very important in a in an old school style game. If you don't have to carry a bunch of torches around, you can carry around something else. Or you can carry around more treasure when you leave. So that's ODND. So second level spell in BX, I would say web because that's, it's not available at OD&D, and it's something that can be used to entangle opponents. It can be used to damage them because you can light them on fire, and it can also be used to hold them up. Old-school games, if you're trying to escape, you need to delay your opponent unless they're really strong, like giant-level strength. It takes them several turns to tear through unless they think to burn it, and even then, they're going to have to wait. It's going to hold them up, so that's a good thing. Uh, it can be used to entrap people. If you want to uh, take them prisoner rather than killing them, and uh, it's it's just it's got a, it's got several different purposes to it. For uh, so I would say from that from that spell book web, and then finally AD and D second level, uh, I was going to go with rope trick, and then I realized that because it's something you could hide again, something that you have to try to escape with. But then I realized that it, it can only hold up to six people. And if it's, if it's got six, you can't pull the rope up after you. And, uh, you know, with old school play where you have lots of mink of hirelings and stuff, you're, you're probably not going, you're probably going to need more than six people. So I'm going to go with stinking cloud because it covers a wide area. And even if creatures make their saving throws, they still are incapacitated for the time they are in the stinking cloud and for a round after. So it's going to delay them for at least two rounds. So you can throw a stinking cloud at somebody and that will give you time to escape if you need to escape. Hey, Kevin, Jason here to submit for the most powerful second level spell. And I'm just looking at OD&D here. I'm going to say continual light because in OD&D, no PC or hireling or henchman of a PC is allowed to see in the dark. So the ability to have continual light, now continual light can be dispelled by dispel magic, but typically you're probably not running across a lot of creatures at those lower levels that are casting dispel magic on you. So that continual light spell is going to be huge when your party and everybody in the party can't see in the dark. So to me, continual light is a big game changer. Spell Invisibility, hands down. Interesting. Invisibility. Because, because if I'm playing a magic user 
and I, I get my choice of first or second level spell, I'm taking invisibility because there's nothing handier than being able to disappear at a convenient time. Yeah, and it lasts, right? Mm -hmm. like, that's that so was kind of my in, first thought too. Now in basic fantasy, it's a 24-hour spell. It doesn't last in indefinitely the way it does in other games. 24 hours or until you attack somebody or cast a spell. Right. But uh, but still, yeah, 24 hours is pretty good. Thank you very so much for the call-ins, folks. Uh, that was awesome to listen to. I did try to pigeonhole this to be very much continual light versus invisibility, but as you heard in the calls, there was a lot more options. Uh, Daniel had Fantastical Force. Um, Pink Phantom had options from every edition of the game that, that we were talking about there um, and with a lot of really great um, reasoning on why he thinks those. But I wonder, after having listened to all of those, hearing my opinion on it, rereading the actual um, text of the spells and realizing that you know a lot of the assumptions about continual light don't really come into play until advanced D&D, &D, uh, that in OD&D &D and basic, it was a very different spell. Do you still hold the same opinion you did previously on what the greatest level two spell is? Give me a call in. Let me know what you think. Um, I'd also like to do this sometime in the new year for the level three spells. So feel free to call in and tell me what you think your favorite level three spell is and why. Make sure you go back and read the spell though. And I think that's where I'm going to leave this. Um, I thought this was a lot of fun. It was cool hearing from everybody's uh, point of view on it. Um, I still maintain invisibility is the best, but I think especially when we get to AD&D, there's a lot more options and a lot more um, choices to be made. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm interested to hear what everybody thinks. So we're going to wrap up this episode of the Red Caps podcast. I hope you enjoyed, you learned something, and that you were eager to come back for more. www.theredcaps.net has all the links to all the ways to contact me, and I would love to hear from you. Thank you very so much for listening. And remember, never let your caps dry out. Stay safe. Have fun. We'll talk again soon. And happy holidays.